<clears throat> all right okay okay what is up everybody it's lj talks facts right here gonna spit some facts like always like always of course it's time to review SummerSlam. and overall i will say i thought SummerSlam was a good show last night i thought it was good you know some people have their opinions of course people are gonna say it was good some people are gonna say it was bad but you're hearing from me i thought it was a good show so let's jump right into it so like i did mention when I did my first pay-per-view, uh, re- uh, not review, um, predictions, like when I did the horror show Extreme Rules predictions, I did say I don't watch the pre-show. So I didn't get to see the Apollo Crews MVP match for the United States Championship. Apollo Crews did retain the U.S. title, which I was very happy to hear. I actually was 5-3 and three with my predictions, so I was pretty happy with that. So Apollo Crews retained the U.S. title over MVP. MVP apparently has a new, has a, not a new theme song, he has his old theme song, uh, Ballin'. That he used before he got released from WWE, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so like I mentioned, you guys, I, it's it's nothing to do who wrestles on the pre-show. I just never watch the pre-show. I never do. I didn't watch the one Extreme Rules, the hard show, when Kevin Owens and Murphy wrestled. So I didn't watch it then, and I'm not gonna start watching it now. I'm just saying that's just who I am. But I was happy to see Apollo retain. Hopefully, hopefully now he gets away from the MVP now in this feud, and let's hope he moves on. And just, you know, let's hope he feuds with like maybe like Mustafa Ali or Ricochet or Cedric Alexander or maybe Murphy. Let's hope he gets in like feuds with those guys. Because now MVP, you're done, you're lost, that's it. That's, that's all there is to it now. I feel like what the Hurt Business should do is now just focus on Raw Underground. Don't worry about the U.S. title now, just focus on Raw Underground. Do that with the, with the Hurt Business, that's what I would do. So our first match on the main show was uh, Bailey versus Oscar for the SmackDown Women's title. I mean, overall, this match, I mean, listen, I know I've had my fair share of hate towards Bailey and Sasha. I mean, I do still love Sasha Banks, but just her as a cringy type of heel just doesn't do it for me. When she was like the nasty type of heel in NXT, now that's the Sasha Banks heel I like. Not the one on the main roster now with, with fucking Bailey. She's so cringy. And Bailey should never turn heel. She's been a terrible, and I mean terrible heel. I get she's supposed to be annoying, get heat, but she's so annoying. And I get that she's doing her job, but it's so bad. It's so bad. But Bailey did want to beat Oscar because, you know, fucking, oh my god, because of course Sasha got involved. We already knew that was going to happen. Fucking Oscar hit her when Sasha went on, like, the fucking ring apron right there. And fucking Bailey moved out of the way and she hit Sasha. And then Bailey fucking rolled her up and beat her one, two, three. I was like, really? That's the finish to the match right there? A roll up? Uh, I mean, I know we're going to see another. We're going to talk about another roll up finish later on in the show. But, I mean, come on, man. She's still champion, Bailey. I would have rather Oscar win that title, in my opinion. Because it's like, I mean, Bailey's been champion. When we get October, it'll officially be a year. Excuse me, I'm just getting the water real quick. I'm not that cold, but I need to drink a little bit. Um, but overall, the Bailey, the Bailey, not the Bailey, Sasha, Bailey, Oscar match was, it was okay. I thought it was okay. We knew what was gonna happen. We knew like Bailey wasn't gonna lose the title anytime soon. I feel like she's gonna lose to Sasha in the future. Like they're gonna do something with them, and that's what's gonna happen. Overall, it was an okay match, but does she have to cheat? Every single time. 
So they have to cheat every single time. I understand they're heels, but heels don't cheat all the time. I'm just saying. Most of the time, yeah, but not all the time. So stupid. Uh, we get to our next match, though, for the Raw Tag Team titles. We've got the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. Let me just say, the Street Profits, they're great, but those outfits were fucking terrible last night. The fucking green outfits. Oh, my God. It looked bad. I like them better when they wear, like, the red. That's that's better. The green, now, that didn't do it for me. I'm sorry. That was, oh, my God. I was watching with my friend. We were talking on FaceTime last night, watching the show. Even he agreed. He was like, oh, my God. Like, what the hell is that? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, but it was a good match. Good tag team match. And the Street Profits are entertaining as hell. Like, they've always been in NXT. And especially on the main roster. You know, they haven't... They, you know, they, they've... They haven't proved me wrong at all, you know. I mean, no, they, they have proved me wrong. Because I didn't know how they were going to be on the main roster. I didn't know if they were going to get pushed correctly. But they definitely have. They've been tag team champions. Raw tag team champions for five months now. And that's good. It's actually pretty shocking, though, that they're the, they're the longest reigning uh, champ, uh, Raw tag team champions. And we've had a lot of Raw tag team champions, you know. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus, The New Day. Um... Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, you know, John Moxley. Uh, Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan. Fucking the Hardy Boys, the Revival, or now FTR. Fucking <laughs> uh, Gable and, and Robert Roode. It's AOP. And Street Profits are the longest reigning defending uh, Raw Tag Team Champions, which is pretty shocking. It's like, wow. I hope their reign continues. You know, I don't know who's really going to beat them because... I mean, the Andrade and Angel Garza, if they would have won, they kind of see... I mean, they still, there's still friction between them because Zelina Vega tried to get involved. And I think it was Garza that accidentally knocked her down because I think Ford, Montez Ford, pushed them into her. And then Andrade was going to help her and Garza had no help. And let me just say, when Montez Ford, when he goes to the top rope and does that move right there, that huge splash, that is fucking amazing. I tell you, Montez Ford is going to become a world champion in the future. I can guarantee you that he's got charisma... He's got the energy. He's got the athleticism. He's going to be a world champion in the WWE. If not the WWE, definitely somewhere else. Because eventually all tag teams do split up. I hope they don't split up like now. I'm not saying do it now. No, 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 no. Because they're, they're a hot tag team right now. Find like a real kind of tag team. I'm not saying Andrade and Angel Garza aren't a real tag team. But get like a real kind of tag team. Maybe like AOP comes back. Or maybe someone from SmackDown. A team from SmackDown goes to, goes to Raw. Like do that. But Montez Ford is definitely a future world champion. Easily. Easily a future world champion wherever he goes. Whether it's WWE becomes a world champion or goes to any other company. This guy is going to be a future champion. A future world champion. He, no, he, he doesn't need no mid-card title. He needs the world title. Because he's so entertaining. Every time he gets on the mic, he's always entertaining. He's athletic in the ring. He's got to become world champion. He, you just have to do it with him wherever he goes. He's like I said, WWE might not push him correctly as a singles competitor because eventually they will go their separate ways. All tag teams do, except the Usos have never went their separate ways at all. That's like the one tag team in WWE that's never went separate yet. But you know what I mean. And Angel Dawkins has a lot of big future too. He's a big guy. He could definitely be. He's you know what? He'll be a future world champion too. They're both future world champions. These guys. They're crazy athletic. They got the energy, they got the charisma, they got great mic skills, they're great in the ring. What else can you ask for in a world champion? There you go. Those are two guys right there that could be world champions. There you go. 
Of course, you might want to start them off slow with the mid-card title, like the Intercontinental or the U.S. title. It makes sense, but eventually, they'll definitely get up there. They're the future of this company. But Montez Ford, he's definitely the future of this company. I fucking love Montez Ford. He is so fucking good. And I'm not disrespecting Dawkins at all. I put over Dawkins as well. I just like Montez Ford better. That's just, that's just me. I still love Dawkins, but Montez Ford, man, just... My God, can he go. He is just... He's just amazing. I swear to God, there's nothing else to really say about him. He's just so good. But they did retain the Raw Tag Team titles, which I was happy to see, you know. And it looks like with uh, Andrade and Garza, I think they're going to feud pretty soon. And that would be a really good match. That's an underrated match that no one would really talk about. You give those guys 20 minutes in the ring, they'll put on a really good match. They seriously can. Because I feel like Angel Garza, he's like the second coming of Eddie Guerrero. I thought Andrade was, but nah. I think Garza, he reminds me a little bit more of Eddie. Like he's a ladies' man. Like Eddie kind of started off as a ladies' man. You know, with China when he was when he started off in WWE. Or known as WWF at the time. So that's what they're kind of doing with Garza. I'm all for it. I'm all for that. You know, I think that's going to be pretty good. Right, so now we get to our next match. Uh, the loser leaves WWE match. Also, no disqualification match. Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville. And I got to say, though. I got to say, this match really surprised me. Because I didn't expect it to be a good match at all. It was my least favorite match on the card. I will be honest with that. But overall, it was an okay match. Mandy Rose kind of proved me wrong a little bit. Proving she can go a little bit. You know, Sonya Deville, like... What else more can I say about her? Because I told you, I've told you many times, I love this woman. I love Sonya Deville. She's amazing. Um, sadly, like I did predict, Mandy Rose was going to win because, like I said, with the whole thing that happened with Sonya Deville, like someone tried to kidnap her in her house, and I think it's it's perfect for her to just step away from the wrestling business in general and just you know take a couple months off because I'm pretty sure. I'm sure she's still scarred from it. Even with her wrestling, I'm sure it's in the back of her mind thinking about that. That's hard to do, but you know what? She's a very tough woman. She went through the match. She did her job. A lot of props to her. You know, hopefully, you know, like, I'm not sure if she's going to therapy. I can't speak for her. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that she is, you know, and she definitely deserves to go there for, you know, therapy for a while, get her mind off stuff, because that's very scarring for that to happen to someone. This guy was planning it for, like, eight months to do that to her. Like you gotta be suspicious of everybody. You do. And that's that's tough right there. Because Sonya Deville, like I said, she seems like a very nice person. And fucking Jim Cornette made a stupid comment saying that they should be fired, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, for, you know, staying with each other. I'm like, what? Like, Jim Cornette, listen, man. Listen, 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 listen. Corny, corny. I love you, man. I, I seriously do, but stop with that shit. I understand you want to keep kayfabe alive, but it's not like that anymore. With social media... And everything getting leaked and shit like that. It's not... It's not the 1990s anymore. He's saying that they should both be fired because they're staying with each other. And they're both in a storyline. Listen, I get that, but... You, but really, you're asking for both of them to get fired? Come on, man. The poor woman, Sonya Deville, almost got fucking kidnapped right there. And who knows what the hell could have happened to her if that would have happened. Like, seriously. This is where Jim Cornette, listen, I love Jim Cornette, but after this com after this comment he made, I've lost so much respect for him. So much. And this guy, all he does is criticize fucking the new generation of wrestling. That's all he does. He criticizes everything WWE does, everything AEW does. 
I'm like, dude, stop fucking criticizing wrestling. Stop being an old fucking boomer and just enjoy wrestling. This is not the fucking South. The old South of wrestling. It's not like that, bro. It's not. I don't want to sound like Vince Russo. I'm saying, bro. And we know Cornette and Russo don't like each other, obviously. And we know Russo, he says shit about wrestling, too. So they're both wrong in their own in their own ways when they talk about wrestling these days. But still, just enjoy the product, man. All Cornette is is filled with hate. Like, seriously. And I, I, I've watched, like, some old Jim Cornette promos, and they're fucking great. But after saying this now, that Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville should be fired, come on. After that happened, seriously... Come on, like, come on, Cornette. Seriously, get your head out of your ass and get with the times. It's 2020, not in the 1990s. Get with the fucking times, man. He, he criticizes everything, Jim Cornette. Everything. Jesus Christ, and I thought I complained about wrestling. Or mostly WWE for a part, but this guy complains about any type of wrestling. He hates Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. I'm like, how do you hate one of the, one of the best wrestlers in the world in Kenny Omega and the, one of the best tag teams in the world and the Young Bucks. I just don't get it. I guess maybe it doesn't like their characters, but... It's not It's not the old days anymore, Corny. It's not like that, you know what I mean? And, you know, he still criticizes Vince McMahon and Eric Bischoff and shit. I'm like... And, you know, he said some shit about Heyman. Like, bro, stop being fucking petty and all the shit with Russo, too. Get over it. Get over it. Seriously. Uh, but whatever, you know? Like I said, it was a good match... You know, hopefully Sony Deville does come back to wrestling, you know, in general. Oh, maybe like at the Royal Rumble she'll come back and she should win. You know, wherever, whatever she does, you know, I just, I wish her the best. Because she deserves the best, Sony Deville. We know we did see Otis come out after the match. And him and uh, Mandy Rose bolted the Caterpillar, which was very cringy. And let me just say, let me take a sip of my water. Um, when is Otis ever going to cash in? I like sometimes I completely forget he's Mr. Money in the Bank. Is he ever gonna at least try to cash in? Because it's so stupid. I get why they made him Mr. Money in the Bank. Because I mean, actually, no, I really don't get why they did it. You know, he could have had anybody else, and he still hasn't even cashed in. Not even once. Not even once. I mean, come on. You could have gave it to someone else so much more deserving than Otis. Like seriously. I wouldn't mind if Dolph Ziggler would have won it. I wouldn't have. Or Corbin would have won it. I wouldn't have cared. Better than Otis. Come on, man. Just cash in already. Like, is it the money? They make the money bank look like a joke now. <sighs> whatever. Whatever, whatever, whatever. It's just, you know, you got to deal with it, I guess. But, um. Let's get to our next match now. That's Seth Rollins versus Dominic Mysterio in a street fight. Let me just say though, this was Dominic. This was Dominic Mysterio's first ever wrestling match. He's never had a wrestling match before ever, and I was very, very, very impressed. He did very good. A lot of areas there, but they went about 22 minutes in the ring. I just looked up how much you know they wrestled for in the ring for his first match. He looked like a veteran right there. He looked like a fucking veteran in this match. He's got a bright future, Dominic. You know, just imagine this, though. Just imagine this. He was at SummerSlam in 2005. With, the, you know, the custody of Dominic match between Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero. And then 15 years later, he's wrestling on pay-per-view. He's wrestling on the SummerSlam pay-per-view against Seth Rollins. 
Can you just imagine that? Who would have thought at that age, Dominic, right there in 2005, who would have thought 15 years later he'd be back in the WWE ring but actually wrestling? Who would have thought that, though? And his theme song was pretty badass. And he wrestled really good. You know, we saw Rey Mysterio at ringside and uh, Angie and Rey Mysterio's wife, Dominic's mother, came out when he was taking the beating, but... I mean, I, feel, I know what they're trying to do. Like, they're not, like... I feel, I, I feel like I know what they're doing with this storyline. Like, his parents are, you know, they're not really letting him grow when you kind of think of it. But he's got to fly on his own, Dominic. He's his own man. He's 23 years old. He's got a bright future in wrestling. Because he looked like a fucking veteran out there. And Seth Rollins wound up getting the win. And it was a perfect way that he won the match. Like, he handcuffed Rey Mysterio to the ropes right there. And he was dragging Dominic right towards him. Like, he had him, like, he was dragging him right there. And then he curb stomped him right in front of him. That was a perfect way to do it right there. I did feel like Dominic should have won because it was his first match. But, now this was a perfect storyline, the way they did it. It was a great match, too. And Dominic wrestling one of the best wrestlers in the world, Seth Rollins. Great match. Great match. For Dominic's first match, like I said, he looked like a veteran. He looked like a 10-year veteran in the ring. Seriously, he looked really good. He definitely proved me wrong because I didn't know how the match was going to be. I know they made like a gimmick kind of match with a street fight. But it was good. It was really good. I enjoyed it. I was kind of te- I was kind of peed off that Seth won. But it's whatever. I felt bad for Dominic that he lost in his first match. But that was good. That's something that Rey Mysterio seeing his own son in the ring. I think they're definitely going to wrestle at some point. I think that's going to be Rey Mysterio's last match. It's going to be against Dominic. Mark my words right here. WrestleMania 37, Dominic versus Rey. And Rey's career will be on the line. Because how much longer can Rey Mysterio go? That's all I'm saying. You know, he's had like bad knees throughout his career. How much longer can he go? And he can always retire and always be like a producer or a trainer. For WWE or just wrestling in general. He doesn't have to walk away from the business completely. But how much more can he take? I think that I think that would be the perfect way to end it. End his career. So yeah, eventually have to turn Dominic heel. Maybe they'll start show maybe he'll start showing heel tendencies, maybe tonight on Raw, if they show up on Raw tonight. And um but yeah, it was a really good match for his first match. Like I said, he looked really good in the ring. So a lot of props to Dominic Dominic. I tip my cap to him. Very good match, man. He did really good. You proved me, and I'm sure a lot of people wrong in his first ever match. I liked his outfit, too, and I love Seth Rollins' outfit, too. He was he had the Halloween Havoc Rey Mysterio gear, which was really cool. But no. Good for you, Dominic. You, you wrestled a really good match in your first ever match, especially being on SummerSlam 2, one of the big four pay-per-views. That was huge. This kid is going to be something special. He's only 23 years old. He's got a huge future in wrestling. He's really got a bright future in wrestling. He could be just as good as his father. Seriously. But uh, as I was talking about Raw, somebody's making their debut tonight. And his name is Keith Lee, the former NXT champion. He did lose to Karrion Cross at TakeOver on Saturday, so he's making his debut tonight. So they're, they're not wasting any time. He's going right to the main roster after losing. So I think Keith Lee, and it is perfect he's going to Raw when you think of it, because Raw kind of needs, like, like a big man like him. They kind of need more of that star power, because SmackDown's fine. 
to be honest. They really don't need that. But Raw definitely does, and they're going to get it. And let's just hope. I know. Any, anytime anybody gets called up from NXT, I always worry, thinking, like, how is this guy going to get pushed? Or how is this girl going to get pushed? I think Keith Lee is going to do just fine. Because he did really good in NXT. You know what? When he first debuted, I think it was, like, in 2017, he was in the crowd. And I thought, mm. I didn't know what to think of him at first. But he really proved me wrong. Because he is a big man that can go in the ring. Seriously, he's like Strowman. He can, or like, you know, like, kind of like Wardlow and fucking this guy Hobbs that debuted against Darby Allen on the recent Dynamite. He can go for a big man. Oh, he can go. <laughs> and it's going to be fun to see what they do with him tonight. I hope he doesn't, th- well, he's probably going to face a jobber, probably, when you think of it. Or maybe they'll throw him in against somebody, like, legit. Not like a legit jobber, like a legit wrestler. I mean, you could do that, right? Like, who could he face? Um, um, I mean, he can go for Raw Underground. I mean, I don't know if that would fit him, but they could always do that. I mean, who knows? But I'm looking forward to see what they do with Keith Lee. All right, so now we get to our next match for the Raw Women's Championship, Sasha Banks versus Asuka. And like, I, like I've always said, Sasha Banks and Asuka, they always, tear it, they always tear the house down when they're in the ring with each other. And they certainly did in this match, too. It was a good match. Definitely better than the Bailey Oscar match, easily. And um, Oscar's now a two-time Raw Women's Champion, so I was pretty happy to see that. That was a really good match between Oscar and, and Sasha Banks. And let me just say one thing: this is one person on Twitter that calls like Oscar Oscar Rona, saying "fuck Oscar Rona." I'm like, really, bro? Like, I get maybe like you're a little ass kid or whatever, but don't be saying that shit. Come on, are you fucking kidding me? There's enough hatred and racism in this fucking world. We don't need any more of it, please. It's 2020. We all have to come together to love each other as united human beings. Sadly, that's not going to ever happen. But let's at least try. Because that's a disgusting comment right there. Oscar Rona, really? Come on. Like, when I saw that, I've seen that a couple times. I'm just, like, addressing it now. I think it's completely disgusting. You'll never catch me saying that because that is disgusting. That's disgusting. You make it fun of a virus and you make it fun of Oscar because she's Japanese and you make it fun of her because of that? Seriously? Like, dude, get your head out of your ass, okay? He's a Sasha Banks fanboy. Like, get just get your head out of your ass, all right? Jesus Christ. But now Sasha Banks, I do feel bad for Sasha Banks because she's now 0-5 in her first ever title defense. And title defense now. It's like, I, I really don't get why did they make her champion? Why Why... Why would you make her champion just to lose in her first title defense? They've done that five times now. Five times. You got cue Booker T. Five times. Five times. Five times. Like, seriously, man. I, I really don't get it. I really don't get it. <sighs> I just... But that was a disgusting comment that I saw. But still, like, with Sasha Banks, though... Ah, man. It's just a shame how they make her champion, and right away she just loses it. She just loses it like like that. I, I don't get it. Whatever. It was a good match, so I think we're definitely going to see Sha- uh, wow. Sasha versus Bailey pretty soon. I feel like they're going to start planting the seeds for that match. I think that's where they're going to make Sasha a six-time champion, except this time it'll be the SmackDown Women's Championship, which she hasn't won just yet. 
and she'll be a Grand Slam Women's Champion because she's a former NXT Women's Champion, former Raw Women's Champion five times, and, a, and a, well, currently the Raw Women, uh, not Raw Women's Jesus, the Women's Tag Team Championships, which she's won twice with Bailey, and then she wins the SmackDown Women's Title, she's a Grand Slam Women's Champion. I'm all for seeing that. Grand Slam Banks, there you go. So now we get to the WWE Championship match between Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. Man, was I at the edge of my seat watching this match. Like, literally. I didn't know what the hell was going to happen. I really thought, I seriously thought Randy Orton was going to win the title. I'm being completely honest. I'm not going to lie. Just like everybody else, we all thought Randy Orton was going to become a 14-time WWE Champion. But he didn't. And this was a brutal, bloody match right here. Like, Drew McIntyre's eye was bleeding, and Randy Orton's skull got busted open. I was like, damn. This was a brutal match right here, and it was good. It was a good match. It did have a bad finish. We'll get to that in a second. But overall, that was like, and like I said, like recently over the years, there hasn't been a good WWE Championship match at SummerSlam. Now there finally was. Because like the last one, the last WWE Championship match at SummerSlam, which I thought was good, was John Cena versus Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam 2013. Now this match was good. It didn't. It definitely doesn't top that match, but it was a good match. You know, towards the end, right there, we saw you know McIntyre going for the Claymore and he missed, and Orton was going for the RKO and he missed, and then Drew McIntyre did a, a backslide, you know, roll up and one, two, three, he won. I was like, oh shit! Like, like how the tagline is, you'll never see it coming. Well, I definitely didn't see that coming. I know, like a lot of people, <laughs> definitely didn't see that coming at all. I mean, yeah, that was a bad finish. I mean, I have one of my friends who texted me saying, oh, my God, that was one of the worst finishes in WWE history. I'm like, are you kidding me? Even if he would have said pay-per-view-wise, that doesn't even make a top 100. There's been a whole lot worse finishes to a match, especially a championship match. Like, seriously, that was it was a bad finish. They could have done the finish a whole lot better, but it's whatever. I was just happy Drew McIntyre retained because I did not want Randy Orton to win the title. I want Drew McIntyre to stay champion for a little while now. Like, he should lose to somebody because I know what they were going to do with Randy Orton. They were going to make him champion and then have him feud with Edge in the future for it and then give Edge the title. Like I said, it would be a nice story, but no, don't do that to Drew McIntyre after he busted his ass for so long to become WWE champion. Him and Kofi Kingston have, like, the same story. They busted their ass for years and they finally became WWE champion after like a decade, after so long. Story's a little bit different because Drew McIntyre got released from WWE. Kofi's been with the company since 2008. But you know what I mean? It took them so long just to become the world champions. It took them so long. Now that'd be a good feud right there. Put Kofi Kingston on Raw, Drew McIntyre versus Kofi. I'd be all for that, all for it. But I don't think they're gonna split up the New Day just yet. I'm just saying, I would love to see that match. Or you could just put Kofi on Raw whenever. Just say, do like an open challenge. Kofi goes from SmackDown to Raw. And just, there you go. <laughs> that's, really, that's a really good match right there. But yeah, my friend, he's like, he's kind of out of his mind to say that. Not kind of. He actually is out of his mind to say that's one of the worst finishes in WWE history. I'm like, really? In WWE history? So in the many years that WWE's been around, that's one of the worst? Come on. Come on, there's a lot worse than that. Did, did, did fucking Sasha Banks and Asuka 
Sasha Banks versus Asuka at the, the Horror Show Extreme Rules. That was one of the worst finishes. That was terrible. I mean, come on. There's a whole lot of worse, other worse finishes in WWE or just wrestling in general. Now look at WCW when they did the finger poke of doom between uh, Hogan and Nash. And Hogan just poked Nash and he fell right on the floor. And that was right, fell right in the ring, pinned him one, two, three. Like, really? <laughs> oh my god, imagine they did that in WWE or anywhere else. Oh my god. People go crazy. If that would have happened like in this generation, <sighs> Jesus. But I'm happy Drew retained. You know, we'll see where it goes from now. I know we got payback. This Sunday, actually, so another pay-per-view, so we'll see what... They'll probably announce a lot of shit tonight and, and on SmackDown as well. I know that Bailey and Sasha are defending their women's tag team titles. I don't know who against yet, so we'll see. They'll probably announce that tonight. But now we get to our main event. So back-to-back pay-per-views, Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt. Now Bray Wyatt's the Fiend. He's not that Bray Wyatt that he was at Extreme Rules, the horror show. But Braun Strowman versus the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, in the main event for the Universal title. Even though the match was only about like 12 minutes, it was kind of a short title match in my opinion, but it was good. It was good. We saw Strowman, he was bleeding as well on his head right there. We saw, I was like, damn, we're seeing some blood here tonight. Like, we're seeing some action. And it was an, it was an okay match, to be honest. I mean, it could have been a little bit better in my opinion. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just saying, it could have been a little bit better, but it was good. It was good. And when Strowman was cutting off the ring right there and he opened it up, I was like, holy shit. And then he was going, he was going to go for the running power slam and then the Fiend countered. And let me just say one thing, though. At least the red lights weren't on for the match because that hurts, that really hurts my eyes. I think think that irritates everybody when they did that. I get what they're trying to do with that, but it didn't work. Thank goodness we can actually see the match. Like, it's okay because the red lights just hurt my eyes. I'm sure it hurts everybody else's eyes as well. I'm not the only one. Um... Yeah, so then the Fiend hit two Sister Abigails right there and pinned Strowman one, two, three, and the Fiend is back on top as the Universal Champion. And out of fucking nowhere, as he was celebrating, bang, gets speared by the big dog, Roman Reigns. So the big dog is back, and he looks... He looks fucking jacked, Roman Reigns. Like, holy shit. He looks seriously jacked. He was beating the shit out of the Fiend, and then he beat up Strowman. So a lot of people are thinking that he's probably a heel now, Roman Reigns. I mean, a lot of people have been asking for it. They've been asking to see how Roman Reigns can be as a bad guy. So maybe that's where they're going. Maybe Roman Reigns is going to be a bad guy now. He looks pretty good, though. I like his shirt. Wreck everyone and leave. That's a pretty cool shirt. I know. I see a lot of people complaining on fucking social media saying, oh, it looks like the Fiend's reign isn't going to last that long. I mean, they were going to make Roman champion at WrestleMania against Goldberg. Strowman wasn't even supposed to become champion. The only reason why Roman wasn't at WrestleMania is because he opted out of WrestleMania because of because of COVID. He's a, he's a former cancer survivor. Not a former cancer survivor. He's a cancer survivor. Why don't I say former? What uh, the fuck? He's a cancer survivor. He survived cancer twice. Twice. He kicked leukemia's ass not once. Not once, but twice. That's a true warrior right there in Roman Reigns. He is a true warrior. Despite, despite whatever you want to say about Roman Reigns and his character and his wrestling abilities, you have to admit, or they call him, you know, Vince's boy or whatever, he's a warrior because he's a cancer survivor, a two-time 
He's a two-time cancer survivor. So he's a true warrior. And that should be people that should be someone people should look up to. I get I get he's cringy when he talks. I get he's not the best wrestler. I get it. I get it. I get he's kind of overpushed when there's a lot of whole other people. But the guy is a warrior and and that's he is the right person for kids to look up to or anybody to look up to because he's a two-time cancer survivor. So that's why I'm not I don't I don't hate on Roman Reigns anymore. Because when he was on Raw on October 22nd of 2018, and then he announced that he had leukemia and he was going into treatment, I, 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 said, I said to myself, you know, I can't hate this guy anymore. I just can't. I, can't. I can't boo this guy anymore no matter what happens. I can't do that. Some fans still boo him, which is wrong. It's completely wrong, but I can't do that anymore. I can't boo the guy. If he becomes Universal Champion, I'm going to support it because he is a true survivor. He is a warrior. He is somebody to look up to in this company, or just in the world in general. He is somebody to look up to. He's a guy who survived cancer not once but twice. The guy's a warrior, man. He seriously is. That guy's a fighter right there. He's a true definition of a warrior and a fighter. He never stopped fighting. So now he's back right now. I'm actually glad he's back. Like I said, I can't hate on him anymore. I just can't. Because it's just wrong to do that. I actually hope they do make him a bad guy because he can legit be a really good badass. You don't have to have him talk as much. Because like I said, we know his promo skills aren't good. So you don't have to have him like talk as much. Just go in the ring and destroy people. That's it. Go in the ring and beat the shit out of people and just leave. Kind of like how Brock Lesnar does. When he shows up, beats the shit out of people, collects his paycheck, leaves. That's it. That's what I have to do. I'm not saying make Roman a part-timer, but you just do that every time. Just have Roman beat up people, and that's it. But all right, guys, <clears throat> this is my SummerSlam review. We got more wrestling to talk about tomorrow with my Monday Night Raw review. You know, the death of your recap in SummerSlam tonight. We'll see what happens with Keith Lee in his debut. Hopefully, it was a good show. So, like, overall, we know last week, like, Raw was okay, SmackDown was really good, Dynamite was really good, and SummerSlam was good. So, let's see how Raw will be tonight. Can't wait to talk about it. With you guys tomorrow, hope you guys are doing great. I'm glad Roman Reigns is back. I'm glad The Fiend is now a two-time Universal Champion. I'm glad Drew McIntyre is still WWE Champion. I'm glad Sasha Banks is not the Raw Women's Champion anymore. You know, I still love her. She's a cringy heel, but it's whatever. Overall, I did enjoy SummerSlam. I thought it was good. It could have been a little bit better, but it was good. That's all I asked for. It was to be a good show, but it had potential to definitely be better. But I hope you guys do enjoy this episode, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Either to, either tomorrow or Wednesday, with a Monday night Monday night Raw review, but it most likely will be tomorrow. So if not tomorrow, then definitely Wednesday, but it will most likely be tomorrow. Talk to you guys then.